Spencer, even though I guess it's two weeks ago now. Yeah. We recorded these bookcasts back to back. So the recording of this, you just had a birthday. Happy yes. birthday. Thank you. Thank happy, you. Happy birthday. You're fine. Get besides this awesome bookmark. Yeah, that, uh, the, 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 I mean, honestly, the, the bookmarker is the better of the two guests, if I'm going to be honest. It fucking has the DPW name and a beer and a pen. It is, it's, it's pretty fine. It's nice. We, uh, the missus made us fancy bookmarks, and that's high quality, too. It is. That N- thing is nice fucking sturdy. I won't break that. Yeah, yeah, that's going to survive. Sidebar, I just realized now, because I have a couple wooden bookmarks I bought that are a little pricey, and they're yeah. really nice, but they're thin. If I can get good at my Whitland, I can start making those Ooh. and selling them for big bucks. Yeah, you could. That's just a... I you mean, could. Just fucking, whatever, just cut up a ruler and just carve it. <laughs> but also, I got you because you were very interested yeah. in reading this, and I did not... I I drastically underestimated the girth. The Journey to the West, is that the title? Yeah, The, the Journey into the West. And who is the writer of that? Is it just Chinese folklore, or does that actually have a writer? Um, probably doesn't that's uh, the volume one by the way yeah. i say girthy because that thing looks like an encyclopedia and there's four volumes of it well i didn't say english th- translation obviously th- this one is uh translated and edited by anthony cu i'm sure in here somewhere it probably says where the I original have, yeah because i wasn't sure if that was like a collection of story because that's pretty old right yeah, this is like a like old old Chinese like it's probably older than any literature we've read. Let me take a look at that bad boy. And this is uh what piqued our interest in this book initially was the uh the monkey boy, right? Or the monkey the, king? The monkey king, yeah. But it's Dragon Ball Z, Dragon Ball Goku was the little monkey had the tail. Like that it was this was the inspiration for Goku. Yeah, the guy uh, Toriyama who created mm. Dragon Ball um, has stated that, like, not the whole thing, but mm. just like the the base, especially like those early like couple uh, chapters and stuff mm. like that, is heavily you know influenced by that stuff. Also, shout out to Anthony Yu for translating. If he translated every volume, even this one volume, yeah. you imagine uh. the nightmare that would have been. Is like, ooh, let's get some ancient Chinese and then modernize it and then put it in English. Because yeah. <laughs> like I said, I was looking I found a couple Chinese editions that were, I think, way shorter. Because I'm sure the characters, they, like individual characters could mean a whole sentence. Probably, yeah. If it's like the katakana, not katakana, um, the kanji, like the used in Japanese, I know a lot of those, like one kanji character could mean... I don't know, something with the lines can mean different things, and it can well, be a whole sentence. And then, too, I would just assume, especially because, like, and I know Japanese and Chinese, are, uh, you know, are different, but... I you think they use similar, the kanji, I think, it might be the same well, in a lot of cases. Well, like, whenever you showed me that one Japanese book that you were trying to, like, read through or learn, to help you learn, yeah, how small it was because of, not only, like, because of, like, the characters, but has the way it's like vertical uh, yeah like you know that it seems like it saves a lot of space that way and also it's very interesting again i can't find a name on this either what is interesting about like the japanese is if you scan it through like a google translate because i know the, the characters could mean different things you'll you'll scan it on the instant translate thing on the google translator and it'll show you kind of like what it means it'll be like you know one character will be like, wind of the sun, and be like, what? And then you'll like look away and look back, and then it'll be like, wind of the cloud. Like, it'll change slightly, even right. though it's the same character. And you're like, hmm, is there multiple translations for this? 
Because obviously the software can't be perfect, especially if it's something that means different things. Yeah. Just putting that out there, it's kind of cool. I figured maybe one day that'll be a journey we go down together. Yeah. And I'll per- they're like 30 bucks for those. So again, you might want to buy one of those every like five months. Yeah. It's not like well, you're going to be reading them anytime yeah, soon. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, I'll just wait until yeah. I get until I read one and I need to read the other yeah. one to get in. Or I'll just buy you one every time there's a holiday or a birthday. Yeah, you And go. then by the time you get to read them, you'll have the whole... <laughs> that works. <laughs> Whatever. That's what I did with those... Uh, Vagabond mangas, like, I'm, well, my brother, he would just buy me, like, every Christmas, like, five of them. Like, I still got a bunch to go. And that's not even a done series. But anyway, if any of you folks have read Journey to the West, hit us up, because I'm, I just, well, I'm interested in learning yeah. about it. It's just, it's very dense, and I can't get to that anytime soon. Yeah. I have so much wonderful fiction I want to read. But right now, we got to focus on Dracula, uh-huh. which is completely different. <laughs> I want to suck your blood. <laughs> By the way, Dracula never said that in any of the movies. Really? Never said, I want to suck your blood. That makes sense. Especially in that goofy accent. Yeah. And he never went blah. <laughs> yeah. He was always, I want to suck your blood, blah. Like, he, he never did any of that. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Just, just some useful information. Dracula trivia. <laughs> You're listening to the Drunk of Pen Writing Podcast, Bookcast Edition, Part Deuce. Um, I have these numbered because we already did four bookcasts on Conan, so I guess I'll just keep the series going. So last one was five, this is six, so technically, Bookcast Six, but it's that part oh, Dracula Part Two. That or like the... Um, I could know we'd have to go back and renumber the. We're not doing any of that. Did the, just the stop Conan. talking. Just, I just like, quit. You know, one part A, part B. You know. Yeah. Who cares? No. Um, I'm your host, Caleb James. With me today, who was just speaking about his lustful lover, Conan Spencer, the Westchester Wendigo Church. We were talking about because of, you know the last one was Dracula themed. He said, "Well, why should be Dracula themed?" And I said, "How about the Sacramento Sucker?" But since I already said it, he can't be the Sacramento Sucker. So we're just going Halloween theme. You're a Wendigo. You're a weird, ghostly, in Native American spirit wandering the woods, chasing yeah. little children to the doom or whatever they do. I don't, I don't know. Sounds like me. Something from Pet Cemetery. <laughs> Chapters. Five through ten. We said it was the first five chapters, which were Jonathan Harker's journal. That was actually a lie. It was the first four, and the fifth one is Lucy. Is, is that and what Nina's. it was? Yeah. Okay. It doesn't really matter. Um, chapters just five to ten we're covering. You are introduced to a bunch more characters. We have Mina Harker, which is not necessarily a Harker yet. She's engaged to yeah. Jonathan Harker. And at the end of his part, he sends her letters, and then she's writing in her diaries, so the diary entry. About, you know, her lust for him and all this stuff. And then Lucy, what was her name? W something. Lucy Westenra. She is, uh, turns out to be the, apparently, the candy that uh, affixes itself to Dracula's sweet tooth. Yeah. That's not at all what I was going to say, but that worked. Um, (laughs) I was trying to be poetic and I just thought of something really stupid. But before we go there... This is where I thought I was going to drop yeah. off and hate Dracula. Uh-huh. Because, like I said, the first, the Jonathan Harker stuff was awesome. Castles and Dracula and fucking... Creepiness. Creepiness and lizard crawling and fucking people dying. Hell yeah. Mm. And then it starts off with some pride and prejudice 
or some fucking Bronte sisters bullshit of fucking I love my man. No, I love my Ooh, man. man. I love well, you, girl. And it was like almost lesbianic with how much well, they like each other and well, sleep in each other's beds and snuggle. Well then her but then her the friend Lucy, she had like three different like suitors she was she was going See, maybe after. Maybe you would like uh one of them them jane austen or something like that you might no, no but i'm just saying no it's just more just random things that like why is this here you all right Ooh, that was creepy that creeped the shit out of me i just look over she's like looking like nosferatu over the curtain <laughs> yeah we're recording an episode we'll be done in 20 minutes or so four hours she wants us to eat pizza yeah that's all she wants <laughs> i forgot what it oh so Lucy and Mina are best friends, and just like the time period, apparently two women friends have to snuggle and like talk very strangely to each other about how much they love each other and write letters to each other back and forth. I thought this was going to be horrible, because I think it was like two, I don't know if it was two chapters or maybe it was just in the same chapter, their letters back and forth, but whatever it was. Because yeah, chapters get broken up in multiple le- letters back and forth. Yeah. So it gets kind of hard to keep track on what letter was in which chapter. Yeah, but... whereas the first chapters were just Jonathan Harker's journal. Might have been some letters thrown in there, but these are like very broken up. So yeah. you have diary entries, letters to each other. Yes. Um, then we also are introduced to Dr. Seward, who's taking care of Renfield, the insane maniac uh who also seems to come under Dracula's spell at some point. I don't think we hit that in the first... In, I think that's after chapter 10 he's really yeah. hit by that, but he's a very bizarre individual. They, they, knowing what, what we know of the Dracula mythos, mm. it does appear that he is uh, at somehow under the influence of right. Dracula. Which I, I am actually interested to see how that happens, exactly. Yeah. We also get introduced to Arthur, who is... One of the many suitors for Lucy, because apparently she's just hot stuff. Lucy, by the way, I felt this was completely unnecessary. Did This is, again, why I was disinterested for a little bit, but then it does pick back up and wraps around to Dracula. But why did we have to hear about her dates with these suitors and then wanting to marry her and it just went on and on? Or why, you know, we gave a damn about her walking in her sleep. Well, that I mean, does come up, but they really go heavy into that. But, like, bef- beforehand, though, like, I, you know, it's not... Well, like, the first thousand times, I did kind of just, like, oh, again? Like, what the fuck? Yeah, Lucy falls... I don't know. Does the one chick live with her, too, Mina, or what? Because they're, like, sharing a room? Yeah, I, th- I don't know what the hell's happening. But, uh... Yeah, like, Lucy would just walk around the room, and she's fucking sleepwalking. That does have a point later. Again, comes back to Dracula, but we'll get to that. And then Van Helsing makes an appearance by the end of this, too, which is that's when Spencer gets pumped because he loves him some Van Helsing. Well, again, it's just like, that's a Dracula thing. That's a Dracula <laughs> thing. That's the thing I know. I know that name. <laughs> I only know Renfield from that uh, Dracula Dead and Loving It. Mel- I think it was a Mel Brooks film. Oh, yeah. It's like a parody movie. And Renfield, was, I forget the actor, but he's he, he was just a fucking idiot. <laughs> that's a, that a great movie. I forgot about that. Anyway, we... Uh, just, just fucking skipping all the lady stuff. Because it really is just like them talking about suitors forever and like the dates and Lucy's rejecting some and she goes Oh, and how uh, Mia is is growing worried because she hasn't heard anything from Jonathan in a while. Yeah. So she's starting to like... Which is some of that was interesting because you know what Dracula did with the letters. Like yeah. he sent them out and like he sent them at specific dates and 
She is worried about him, but then they also, she's talking about fucking getting married and stuff. And also, she starts to talk to, like, an old sailor dude. Mm-hmm. But then the story does pick up, and you had some questions about this. There were, there was a tale about these sailors. Well, see, that's whenever I kind of actually started to get back onto the story, because, like, I'm all, oh, this is just Dracula picking off fools. Yeah. It was all that stuff before then with, with, with the girls where I'm just like, I'm not seeing what the plot is here. What yeah. is where? There was a necessary backstory to those ladies. I felt, especially with the suitors. But though I feel like if if they become bigger characters later on, yeah. But again, I don't think we needed all that, like the romance aspect and stuff, or to know just how great of best friends they are. He was padding the fucking word count on that. But when we get to the sailors, and I kind of forget how this started because it was a couple week or two ago I read this part but the sailors they're going to, I forget where they're fucking coming from but they're like fucking bad storms or something fog, then, a lot of fog yeah then every night though like a sailor would be missing and then they start to go like some of the I think it's like the first mate starts going mad yeah Um, and this is a pretty extended I'm gonna fast forward through this but it's you know it's written out pretty well like it's a pretty big chunk of the story here um what ends up happening is the fucking sailor and the captain end up being the only ones left. Uh, the the first mate and the captain. And the first mate, he's pretty much saying, hey, there's a fucking monster or like a man. Like they all kind of see him. But the captain doesn't believe it. It's like, I saw someone. And he's going to get it. He's a fucking creature of the night. Um, You'd be smart to follow me. And he jumps overboard, drowns himself. And the captain, who doesn't, because he's the captain, yeah. he doesn't he's go down the boat. He, he wants to. He yeah. kind of wants to, but he he's doesn't. a captain. He ends up... Now, does he have a cross around his neck? He has some kind of protection. Either a cross or... I think it's a cross. And he ends up tying himself to the wheel, I think, or the stern yeah. or something. And then when the boat finally comes to shore, like his arms are cut to the bone from the thing, and he's obviously dead. Yeah, But he didn't get eaten or killed because he had a charm around his neck. It never said Dracula. Did, right. I don't even think it showed a bat or anything. You just got like this specter. Like, yeah. These people kept seeing something, like a guy on the boat somewhere, but and they, would, they would look for him and never find him. And it would be able to like, um, cause then one time, then they like, wasn't he up like on the stern or whatever? Yeah. Like, so he's able to like, you know, like how Dracula climbed out his window. Kinda. There was a lot of really cool imagery. But again, you have no idea. And if you're reading this for the first time, no knowledge of Dracula yeah. or vampires, you'd be like, how is this guy there? Oh, dude, this would be so creepy. If you read this, for you know, back then, it would be fucking awesome. I understand why it's lived up, you know, for so long. Um, so, like, this story gets around and stuff. And then there's a there's a good bit of that kind of happening. And then uh, Mina, fast forward a good chunk here, Mina ends up going... To Jonathan Harker, who is really sick in a hospital in yeah. some other country, I think. Yeah, somehow they found him yeah. there or something. And we still don't know at this point. We don't because we, we assume that Dracula did something to him. He's Yeah, he's very sick and he's fever. Brain fever. And he thinks he's gone mad a bit um, and he's forgotten the whole ordeal. But he wrote it down and he had the nurse read it, but the, he instructed the nurse, you know, give it to my wife because they end up getting married while he's in the sick bed. He's like, but don't, I don't want to read it. I don't want to know what's in it. So he's like, he forgot everything. Um, what is alluded to is he escaped and we'll get to these journal entries again, which I can't wait for. So what you're thinking is he must have escaped the castle 
and uh, found whatever village, but got very sick along the way. That's what you're thinking happened. Going back to the England, Lucy, without Mina there watching her, is getting really sick, and she's very pale because well, she keeps on having these like these 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 bad dreams or these nightmares. And again, the sleepwalking, and it well, it actually came to a head right before Mina left. Is uh, Lucy found Mina in the barefoot in a graveyard? I think it was. Yeah. And I forget if she said she saw something like in the moonlight or something flapping or something. Again, it's alluded to, but you're not quite sure. But what happened is Dracula was sucking her blood out and there. Because didn't didn't they do a didn't wasn't there a part where like when she was having a bad dream and they like they like alluded or like a, like a shadowy like figure like yeah, a bat out the window. Up. So like. You know, so yeah, what I figured is somehow, you know, which I was thinking maybe this is what happened to Jonathan too, is but maybe like Dracula let him go, but like, you know, depending on your Dracula, he has like mind memory things, so yeah. maybe like he erased Jonathan's mind to make him forget about the things he saw at the castle, which then would be like how he can control people to like, you will let me in your house. Yeah. You want me to, you know what I mean? Because he has, to, you know, they have to be invited in, or at least I don't know if this, but we'll find out. And again, that goes back to like how he controlled wolves and things yeah. like that, which is. I don't think we're on it at this part, but there is another part with like a guy has like a pet wolf and we'll get to that. But when she and I really love the scene where she is in the graveyard and like just the writing of it of how it's pretty much describing what she's feeling while something's sucking her blood out of her neck. But you don't again, you don't know it's Dracula through all this. You don't know Dracula is actually the culprit. You would obviously assume because the beginning was about how creepy Dracula is. But you don't know anything. And if you didn't know the character, you would have no idea yeah. what's going to happen. This would all be a surprise. Um, and then, I, we'll fast forward again. So Mina's gone now. And Lucy is in her sickbed, pretty much, in her house. And she's just getting weaker and weaker. Something, you know, they think she's anemic. And, and Arthur, the, the guy who won the pony show. Yeah, her boyfriend then, slash fiance or whatever. He's uh, worried about her, and he gets Dr. Seward involved, who runs an insane asylum where, again, we have Renfield, pretty part of Renfield. I like how he collects sugar so he can collect flies, which collects spiders. Like, he's, it's very bizarre how this guy's set up. So he's like a harmless maniac at first. We'll get back to him. But going back to Lucy, she has these two puncture wounds in her neck that are kind of gross. Yeah. Like, the skin around it's white, I think. And they're just kind of raw, but they're very tiny, and they just won't heal. So even when Mina was there, these wounds would never heal, and she Lucy usually just covered it up. Yeah, like she would, but like so something sucked her blood. Um, fast forward again, we get to Van Helsing. Yeah, because uh, the doctor is they didn't like, know what to do for. Her. Yeah, so he like he was because uh, I think Van Helsing was like his teacher or something like that. Yeah. So he he writes him and he you know um you know comes Van, in from Amsterdam I think because you know he's gone gung ho because I'm sure later in the story they they allude to him probably having to deal with this kind of stuff before I well would they kind of did like they talked about he's a very peculiar man and he's not just about science and medicine but the uh, kind of the occult he's like he knows about and he has like books about all kinds of stuff and they kind of talk about. Again, if you didn't know the story, you might not get it, 
But knowing the story, he he studies vampires. Yeah. He knows about vampires. And at this point, you're just assuming if you were a modern reader in 1897, you probably didn't know about vampires. Yeah. Unless you read The Vampire, which we spoke about the last episode, or maybe some other stories that might have came out about vampires, you wouldn't know what's happening. Yeah. Still. Like, you wouldn't put... It's not like now where you the can big, put two it, and two together. It, it hasn't been a big reveal yet. Yeah, there is no reveal yet. So, Van Helsing comes in at the request of, uh, request of Dr. Stewart, and he... They are... They, they see the girl, and he kind of already knows what's wrong. And I don't even think he saw the vampire bites yet and knew but what was wrong. I think because, like... He does such a good job of explaining whenever, like, because she's pretty much almost like, like, imagine it's like the human body was a sponge. Yeah. And there was nothing left in it. She sucked out. Yeah, because, like, you know, like, her teeth, her, her gums were drawn back to her teeth. Mm. She was super, her face was sucked in and stuff because of, like, you know, they were thinking, like, because the doctor just thought, like, she was losing blood somehow, but it was like, there's no cut, there's no They wound, don't know how or like, why. And... If you're just reading for the first time, you wouldn't know this, but knowing Dracula, it's obvious he's coming through the window, sucking her blood every night. That or what, what I was starting to think was that uh, she's just slowly getting turned. Well, that's another thing. I don't know if they get turned, because she does go out in the daytime, and there's parts where she got better. Yeah. Like, he didn't suck her blood for a couple days, weeks, or whatever, and she was hanging out with Nina, and she's, oh, she's fresh in the face again. Yeah. She's rosy. Like, she would get better, but then she would get worse. Um, and it was all written very well, and as always when she has these night terrors, so she would go through these spells, you don't know, well, do, at least, I, and I, this is, I don't know this either, because yeah. I'm not real familiar with, like, like, even modern Dracula, like, movies and stuff, do you get turned? Like, it, we know that's a trope, but it, is that actually it, a Dracula trope? I don't, yeah, that's, a, I don't know, and again, like, that's all with, like, whatever kind of vampire story you tell on how they get yeah. turned or if they can get turned. So we haven't got to the point where we know if you could become a vampire. Because the way it's played, because they end up giving her a blood transfusion, and they have to a couple times because there's some fuck-ups along the way and she gets drained again. Uh, but you don't know if she can get turned. But again, that wound doesn't heal. So maybe she is, but there's no, because, like, because, sensitive to sunlight or anything yet. Well, because the only reason I thought maybe she was getting turned is because there's no, once they start trying to, like, once the Doctor and, and Van Helsing's there, there's never an opportunity for the, de for the, uh, for Dracula to show up to suck her blood again, yeah. but she also, she gets all thin and stuff again, like, you know what yeah. I mean? So I thought maybe that's, like... She's becoming a vampire, and that's and her. And she just needs blood. To yeah, because like that's because like with even with Dracula, like we were saying, like he was starting to. Jonathan saw, you know, once he had some blood, he, he started, got younger looking. Yeah, and maybe with her just being, you know, they had they using some a baby vamp. She might yeah. not be able to control it or whatever. I actually didn't think about that. Is maybe. Because I don't, again, I don't know the established rules, so if she was turning into a vampire, like, does she get fangs, or is that just something that doesn't happen unless you're already a vampire? Yeah. Like, we don't really know the rules of vampires yet, as of reading this. It hasn't even been established if Dracula can or cannot go into the sun, he just yeah. doesn't. He sleeps during the day, or, you know, then he leaves at night and stuff. But we don't actually, he's a very pale and stuff, but we don't know if he actually gets burnt, like the classic, oh, he gets burnt up by the sun. We don't know that yet. Uh, so if you're just reading this, you wouldn't know any of this. Van Helsing, going back to him with his learned ways, he uh, makes her a thing of garlic. 
Have you gotten to that yet? Yeah, like the um, he he got his friend to to send like uh, like some bushels of like garlic plant. Yeah, and he makes they, they rub it all over the windows and mm. makes the necklace for her to wear wear and yeah. stuff. And then she gets starts to get better again. Um, did and you get to the part where her mom takes the garlic away? No. Okay, so that'll be the next episode. So where you're at, she's starting to get better after the blood transfusions yeah. and stuff. And I don't know if it was mentioned yet or not. But, but I think Van Helsing still thinks like it's like it's far from over. Be, yeah, yeah. He, he realizes it's not over. And also, she. And again, I don't know. I know it's talked about, but it definitely gets talked about more after this. Is the flapping at the window she hears? Mm. Like she'll start to explain that more that there's a flapping at the window, which is some kind of bat or yeah. something. And then later on, when the mom does come in, she sees the bat mm. kind of, and there's a really cool scene. That's where I'm at. Um, and then going back to Redenfield, he starts to have episodes where he's not just a harmless maniac anymore. Uh, was that also described? Like, would you did you get to that part yet? Where yeah, well, like he escapes he, and he gets violent and things like that. Well, they, they let him escape. The, I, the one part I let there was like they were yeah. trying to let him escape to just kind of see going, what he would do and what he does. He would have like sprints of violence episodes, but then he would also have like long periods of time of not like during the daytime. Yeah, it, it was always like specific times at night he would have these spurts of violence and he'd act completely different. Uh, what that is alluding to is that he's under again you wouldn't probably put this together right away but he's under dracula's spell yeah we don't know how and i don't even remember if they mentioned any kind of flapping or anything near him i think maybe once there was some kind of flapping or he mentioned a bat or something and he does mention like some kind of uh i don't know like a lord or god figure or something like that he mentions briefly but again you don't know any of this so it's getting very uh very spicy here and we're only what like 10 i'm 10 chapters in yeah so i i'm maybe 15 so we're not even you know this is a pretty long book so yeah, yeah i'm like 100 something pages in so i still got like 300 pages there's a lot mm. of stuff's gonna happen i think i'm very interested to see where the story leads and how many tropes come up yeah. well what i what i like to say too is like how we've been talking about like if you didn't know if you didn't know but we know most of these things and but some yet, are still surprised but yeah and yet still it's still like entertaining and, and engaging and is and is a good read even though that like as you're reading these things you can kind of almost like you know if you really wanted to be like oh i bet this is what's gonna happen because i know yeah. a, a a decent amount of the you know, of the information already. Well, even a good portion of Lucy where she's getting weaker and weaker and stuff. I didn't realize right away that he kept coming and sucking her blood. Yeah. Like that wasn't, you didn't really think about it. Cause the way it's written, you don't know that you're just like, Oh, she must be sick or maybe she's turning or something. But, this is one of those things, man. It would have been so awesome to be able to read this when it first came out. Because so it would have been like something you never read before. It would just blow your mind. If you read it when you were a kid before you got a chance to get any of that. Lore, yeah. yeah. So you definitely liking it more than Frankenstein? All I will say about <laughs> Frankenstein is that it's fucking trash. <laughs> I don't know how many rants I have to go on, but Frankenstein is not anywhere near. It was overwritten. wasn't very good. The plot's boring. Um, just does not compare to Dracula so far. Dracula actually, like, when he was in the castle in the first five chapters, there was actually parts where, like, dude, this is kind of creepy. Yeah. Like, I was like, oh, yeah. shit. Like, yeah. the way he describes this stuff, I was like, I would actually, like, if I was a kid reading this, I might actually get scared a little mm-hmm. bit. Like, this was actually creepy. 
I can't say that even about a lot of modern fiction I read. Like, yeah. I'm not usually creeped out. But that castle part was like, what's that? Like, when he cut his neck and then fucking Dracula lunges for his neck, you're like, holy shit, what's happening here? So, there's, there's a lot of cool shit with that. And thus ends part deuce. Deuce, deuce. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. I don't know. How, how should I broach this one? <laughs> I, 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 think I, I know how. I know how. I don't know. Oh, my fucking hammy. <laughs> Again, <laughs> for those people listening, Caleb's been having a hammy for two weeks now. <laughs> yeah, we just record 10 episodes in a row and everyone. My hamstring. <laughs> like, damn, that guy has like a month long hamstring problem. Um, If you folks want to check out the great stories and fiction and everything else we got going on, uh, you can head on over to drunkenpenwriting.com. You can check us out on Twitter at Drunk Pen Writing, Facebook and Instagram, Drunken Pen Writing. We're not taking any more submissions, by the way. We just we got too many. Also, what else are we going to do? Oh, if you want to be kind, you can uh, give us a review on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts is changing. I don't know what that's about. And whatever podcast app you use or anything, anything like that helps. Get us some views. We would very much appreciate it. And, uh... Yeah, I think that's about it. I don't know what else we can do. You know what, Spencer? There is one question I did yeah, want to ask yeah, you. Yeah, what's that? One very important question. <laughs> yeah, what is that? It relates to your dinner plans, actually, sir. Okay. Because I know you were mentioning you were kind of hungry. And, yeah. You know, we actually got some pizza going on. Yes. But I think a more important question is, do you want to eat a baked potato off of Megan Fox's backside? <laughs> Surge, eat the tater. <laughs> Yes, the answer is yes.